You're listening to The Great Coaches Podcast. Hi everyone, pardon the interruption, but just a quick message from me to let you know about the leadership survey we have just placed on the website. Here at The Great Coaches, we believe that there is no algorithm for leadership, but we have gone back to the transcripts of the more than 200 great coaches we've interviewed to identify their key leadership traits. We've then created a survey of 20 questions to help you compare your leadership style to theirs. It's free, only takes a few minutes to complete, and should help you find areas of relative strength and weakness. If you'd like to know more, check out our website, thegreatcoachespodcast.com. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your Cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Professor Peter Drucker was an American management and organizational theorist and is credited with the quote, culture eats strategy for breakfast. It's one of those often repeated phrases that no one can directly attribute to Drucker, but which is now used often in popular culture. What the quote infers is that a good culture can deliver results far in excess of what strategy alone can. In fact, Mark Fields, who in 2006 was the president of Ford America, sums it up better when he said, you can have the best plan in the world And if the culture isn't going to let it happen, it's going to die on the vine. The word culture comes up frequently in our interviews with the great coaches. They use the word to describe the environment that surrounds the group. Here's rugby coach Connor O'Shea. I think culture is more the environment you create and the environment you create is the people in it. And yes, you talk about values and all these other things, but it's creating an environment creates a culture. Defining this environment is something that is not easy to do. The theme we often hear repeated is that it is intangible. But as the netball coach Tamsin Greenway points out, it's a place where you want to be because it brings out the best in you. I think anybody that's been in a good culture can't write down what a good culture is because you shouldn't be able to because it's constantly evolving, it's constantly changing. But you know at the time it's something special. You want to be there, you want to buy in. Even when you've had the worst day of the world, that's the place you want to be with the people you want to be, giving up the time, especially in netball. The coaching polymath Neil Craig talked to us about trying to define culture by tying it to observation skills. Well, a quick layman's definition of culture 
is uh, I could come into your company tomorrow and I reckon if I spent a week there, I could tell you what the culture is um, without even talking to anyone, just by observation uh, and listening. Because I'd better at the end of that week, not, not in every different situation, but I'd better at the end of that week sit down and say to you, this is the way you do things around here. And to me, that's your culture. It's, it's what you actually do. It's your behaviours that you exhibit. So I'd better tell you the way you uh, communicate with people in a meeting. Um, hopefully the, in that week there would be some adversity. So I'd better actually say to you, this is how you handle adversity. Uh, this is how you handle errors. This is, how, this is how you reward people. This is how you handle people that have um, maybe struggling with the environment. Um, this is how you handle a poor sales. This is how you handle a loss. This is how you handle a win. So to me, that's culture is, is the way we do things around here. One of the questions we ask the great coaches we interview is, how would you go about building culture in an organization? And the starting point they often identify is setting a vision. Here is the world record holding cricket coach, John Buchanan. The starting point is about well, where is it that we're going to go? where we want to be as a group. And, and so that's kind of the vision stuff. So, so I said we're going to go on this journey to Everest together. And, of course, that conjures up certain symbols in terms of being at the top of the world and, and not too many people can get there. It requires teamwork, hard work, risk, planning, etc. all those sorts of adjectives. Starting with a vision and then agreeing the behaviours that you want to support that was also something the iconic Australian coach Rick Charlesworth identified. My view is that you've got to have, as I said when I talked about leadership, you've got to have definition about where we've got to go and how do we want to be seen and what are the things that we would like our club to be remembered for. And then you've got to identify those characteristics, those behaviours, and you've got to develop them and grow them in the group and convince the group that this is a place to be. At the same time, you've got to win enough to keep going and hold on to the job and do all the other stuff. You know, so this is a hard thing to do. You've got to juggle a few different balls. But I think it's about where do we want to get to? What's realistic and how can we get there? And how do we want to be seen? So you've got to map out, if you like, a pathway and then embark on it. And you better work hard. You better set an example. You better tell people that it'll be rocky, not everything will go right, things will go wrong, but we can find our way and hopefully measure progress. A great culture creates a sense of belonging. It connects the people within it to a sense of tradition that is both motivating and fulfilling. Here is the Australian baseball coach, Peter Giles, explaining this. And I think that's the value of having a sporting club that feels as though you're more than just results on a field it's more about people feel as though they're part of something much bigger than just being a player from between two o'clock and five o'clock on a Sunday and all the good teams in the world in any sport feel as though they're part of something they're part of a family or they're part of a tradition I love the things that many college teams do where they tap a sign before they leave their locker room. There's, there's that culture and feeling of history, and I love all of that. Because when you put on a Guernsey, we have a sign as they leave the dugout in Essendon. Today, you have the honour of representing Essendon Baseball Club. So it just creates that sense of it feels special to play. 
The championship-winning English football coach Alan Smith also talked about this sense of belonging and explained how he had tried to cultivate this feeling in his players that had newly arrived at the club. I want the player to understand what he's representing, who he's representing. Fans spend a fortune on going to games, and I don't think some players, not all, just quite understand what it means. So what we did at Fulham was that we, we have something called Fulham's history. It goes right back to the great Johnny Haynes and when the club has been developed. And Kevin would sign each copy to the player. He never was bad on that. I mean, it's quite a lot, 200, 300. And he put to, to Kevin, do your best, etc. Ray Wilkins would sign it. And I would give it to the player. And then every so often we'd have a little forum, not to embarrass them, but just to ask them. So I, I, for me, look, the shirt means everything. And that's not me being sentimental about it. I just think it's too easy for players today to be in transit. At the moment, we at Fulham have got, we've got six players on loan. We're not 100% that really works for you. I think you need to know the company that you work for, who you're mixing with. So for me, it will be key, whether it's key for the players. Again, I just make it mandatory. That's, this is the history of our club. One of the things I've often reflected on is whether the culture these great coaches describe is applicable to non-sporting organisations. It was a topic we discussed with Neil Craig, who has worked across both sporting and non-sporting organisations in leadership roles. Your environment, Paul, would be the same, you see. So I know it's not totally the same because we spend most of our time training and perform on one day a week. Probably in your company, you spend most of your time performing each day with, you'd say, I haven't got time to train. So I understand it's not totally the same, but in terms of what we're talking about, you know, uh, standards, exceptionality, vision, how do you do things in your environment? How do you do things in, uh, in a sporting environment? It's, those concepts are the same, exactly the same. We can learn a lot from the corporate world and the corporate world can learn a lot from the high performance world, the sporting world. You're listening to the Lessons from the Great Coaches podcast. Hi, everyone, and we are sorry to interrupt this episode, but if you are enjoying it and would like to listen to the rest, then you can purchase it on our website, thegreatcoachespodcast.com. Included in the purchase is the transcript and the videos of the coaches whose audio we have used. While you are on our site, you can also check out our Insights database, where we have snipped out insights from the videos of our interviews on leadership topics like communication, coaching, philosophy, and conflict. You can search through it by keyword, sport or coach, download and share them. It's a great way of bringing in a new voice to deliver your message as a leader. Thank you again for listening, and we hope you find the material on our website helpful and inspiring.